Being a mom is the toughest job there is, and it doesn't come with instructions. So it's okay if you don't have all the answers. We'll figure it out together. This is Mom Brain with Ilaria Baldwin and Daphne Oz. Hey guys, welcome back to Mom Brain. I'm Ilaria. And I'm Daphne. And today, who are we talking to? And we're talking to Ava Chen today. That's right. She is an incredible businesswoman. Oh, yeah. And she has worn so many different hats. She was pre-med, and then she was a, a lawyer. lawyer, and then she went here and there, and then she ended up at Lucky Magazine and Elle, and now she's at Instagram. And she's also written some uh, children's books that my children absolutely love about Juno Valentine. She does collaborations with Janie and Jack, one of my all-time favorite brands. Um, so yeah, no, she's, she's a, she's a fun, she's a fun one to listen to. And she's like absolutely fabulous and gives us a lot of really great product advice and, and travel advice. Yes. Yeah. You know, you know what I think two things that I think are really cool about we're going to, that we're going to hear about one is not being afraid of those transition moments. And like you said, I mean, the idea that she started in pre-med became a lawyer was handpicked by Anna Wintour, has had this incredible career in fashion across a multitude of different magazines, and then at the perfect moment realized the next wave was digital and is now the director of fashion for Instagram. And I know, you know, all, if you're anything like me, you have bought a million different outfits off of people that look amazing on Instagram and or that, that have inspired your fashion sense to evolve. Um so in any case, I was really inspired by lots that we hear from Ava, and I think you guys will be as well. So without further ado, here's Ava Chen. Mom, All of our guests introduce themselves. Hi, guys. I'm Eva Chen. I'm the author of Juno Valentine and the Fantastic Fashion Adventure. That's like my side hustle, I guess. <laughs> um, by day, I oversee fashion for Instagram, and I live in New York with my two babies, uh, Ren and Tao. They're not really babies anymore, but they're always going to be my babies, and my husband, Tom. Let's talk about first the idea that you should write a children's book. Where did that come from? How did you make time for it with all the other jobs and hats that you wear? You have two beautiful kids. Like, Talk to us about the... Ins- when, when were you lying awake at midnight one day and feeling like, I need to write a children's book? <laughs> I need to put one more thing on my plate. <laughs> yeah, I need another job. Um, <laughs> Well, you know, like I always read a lot growing up and both of you guys with your kids, you know, you, I'm sure you're reading to your kids all the time. Mm -hmm. And I always had this kind of like seed in my brain from, I think probably when I was about six or seven years old that I wanted to write children's books growing up. Like I used to read books and kind of like copy them. Um, So I would read a book like The Babysitter's Club. And then I wrote a book that was like The Camp Counselor's Committee. Terrible, (laughs) terrible. But you know what? I was like seven or eight years old. Totally different. It was totally totally different. different. (laughs) But I do think it was that kind of like practice. And I see that in my kids right now where Kids naturally have inclinations, Um, but I never really got around to it until like 30 years later. Um, You know, I think what kind of spurred me to write this book is that I have a young daughter. At the time, she was around four years old, and I was seeing that um, she was trying on a lot of different things about her. You know, kids test who they want to be. They test it by like playing dress up. They test it by reading books, They like playing with friends. And so Juno came about because I wanted to write a book about a young girl figuring out who she is, and she does it through fashion. She's trying on shoes of um, Marie Antoinette, of uh, Cinderella, and she learns 
warns that she doesn't want to be a princess. Um, in this new book, she tries on Michelle Obama's boots, Simone Biles. Like she, she gets to experience a lot of different things. And so I really want to inspire young girls and boys to know that like they can do what they want to do and they should try a lot of different things. And if things don't work out, that's good because they learn about themselves. And I don't think you can tell kids enough. Like there's no amount of times you can tell a kid that they can do whatever they want to do and they should try a lot of things. Like they really take that message really starting at a young age. I'm sure you guys see that with yours, right? And it's nice that you make it bite-sized and something very digestible for that. Like you're not saying get a degree in X, Y, and Z and then no. try something new. You're saying try on different clothes and see how it makes you feel or try on someone's, think about someone's life in an interesting way. Um, and I think it's it's clever also because it, it's the less on the nose you are, I think the more they're actually able to absorb from it and they're, they're you know, they're able to have fun with the story totally. and that takes them through the journey. But it, I, you know, in reading about your bio, you are someone who has modeled from the beginning. It feels like exactly. Don't be afraid to try on new things and and not yeah. clothes. I mean, you wait. So you went to college and you were pre med. I was pre med. You became I a lawyer. Uh, was not uh, like yeah. It's good that I am not a doctor right now because anytime one of my kids vomits, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna throw up too. Can you imagine me in like an operating room, like someone throws up, and I'm like, I'll be right back. I'm gonna throw up too. Um, and so I was pre-med. I worked in corporate law for a bit. I worked in PR for a bit. I worked in magazines for uh, 10 years at magazines like Teen Vogue and Lucky. Um, and then I took some time off because I had my daughter. And then I have been working at Instagram for the last four plus years. And so I've tried a little bit of everything. And I talked to a lot of young people. And I feel like when I talk to college students, for instance, they're always like, I don't know what I want to do when I graduate. And it's like, dude, like, calm down. Like you can figure it out. Like the tw decade of the twenties is so like, people feel like they're supposed to know what they want to do, Fluid. but I don't think anyone knows what they want to yeah. do until they're doing it. Like, and it was like motherhood mm. for like, was that for me? Like I always knew I wanted a family. I always knew that I wanted to like have children. I just didn't have this like set idea in my head of what it would be like. And that's why like being a mom has been like the best because it's been this like, I want to say like roller coaster because that sounds like stressful, but it's just been this adventure that I never could have expected. And every day I literally like landed from my flight, went home, dropped off my bags. My son was just heading out the door to pick up my daughter from school. He like sat on my lap. He was stroking my face. Of course, I started crying as one does mm -hmm. after a long trip. Um, but it's been like the most gratifying experience of my life. Now, are you the kind of person that knows, you know, people say, where do you want to be in five years? Or are oh. you the kind of person that it's like, I have no idea. And if I had planned five years before and I was so stuck to my plan, I wouldn't be where I am. I literally like people ask me that all the time. Um, and I literally am like, I have no idea. Like I know the vibe I want in five mm -hmm. years. In five years, I want to be wearing like linen pants. <laughs> I can see the outfit. I have the outfit. Out. I want yeah. to be like five years in a garden. There's impressed. like green around me. I'm drinking a cup of tea, looking out serenely at my children, like ripping the place apart. I don't know. I, like they're Calmly playing with the ball, yeah. passing it back and forth. Next yeah. Time they're, they're, they're definitely not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, definitely. They're not doing that. Um, but, you know, I, so I have the general like energy of what I would like, but I, in terms of job, or something like that? No. Because I feel like the more you plan in life, like the more... You put a ceiling. Oh, yeah. You, well, you put a ceiling and or like fate has a funny way of like derailing you and kind of putting you back where you're supposed to be. And mm -hmm. like, I don't know. So you seem like somebody who's very present. Would you describe yourself as present? Um, I mean, I'm like looking at my phone right there. I'm like, which is like the opposite of present, I guess. <laughs> um, 
I don't know. I try, I try to be. Um, I think there's a lot of like um, conversation nowadays where people are like, try to be present, try to be present. But you know, sometimes it's hard as a parent to be present. Like literally like yesterday when I was in Paris in a different country, my husband, <laughs> husband texted me at like 3 a.m., I think it was my time or his time. I don't know what the time difference, but like my son had like thro- like had a coughing kind of spurt because he has really bad allergies and then like had thrown up. And it's like, then like throughout the day, I'm like thinking about like, you of know, when, or when a kid has an ear infection and you get like a message from like the school nurse that like, oh, like Ren's not feeling well. She seems to have a fever. It's like suddenly like your brain is just like bifurcated and split. And I feel like that's been the main takeaway for me from becoming a parent is, I feel like I used to be extremely present and super focused. And now like half my soul is like with my kids. But I think, I mean, that's probably a good thing. That means that like, I like my kids and I care about them. (laughs) I can keep them around. Yeah. yeah, And that you're able to keep doing the other stuff too. Like you, like you, it's actually, for me, it feels like you're twice as productive and twice as like focused as you ever were. It's just that it's on two different things now, you know? Um, And then the more kids you have, I mean- Seriously, yeah, I, I, can, I cannot imagine how like, you She's on do four, it. I'm on five. I, I just, I, you guys, like, I think people. about it and I'm breaking out into a cold you Do you want more kids? you think you'll have more? I, I philosophically, my husband and I both want, <laughs> we're like, philosophically, <laughs> we both want more kids. But then um, I think we're going to wait like a year or two. I also, we've always talked a lot about like adoption mm-hmm. or foster because I feel like, the world needs that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and sometimes you read, like, I read these stories when I'm on, like, on Apple News or something and these, like, heartbreaking stories of kids that are, like, just not, have not, the world has not tr- treated them well. Yeah. And then I, like, start crying and it's awkward. But, like, I, I I don't know. Like, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll play it by ear. Um, but, yeah, the multitasking thing, it's so hard. It is hard. And it's, like, when you go from one to two, I feel like people didn't warn me how much harder going from one, one to two is the hardest. To two. Is sure. it, okay, that's for sure. Yeah, after that, you you know how to multitask. It's adding animals to the zoo after yes. that. But going, I think going having your first kid, you don't really know what you're in for. So right. you I, you roll with the punches. You take you know like and all your and energy goes. All there. your energy goes and that's there. Exhausting. And then you finally get them like on some kind of schedule so you can have your plans and you know you know they're going to nap at a certain time. You know they're going to go to bed right. at a certain time. And then you introduce the second one. And it's like having 10 children all of a sudden. Yes. There's no downtime. And you oh feel gosh. like They're you're betraying the first different. one with the yes. second and one you're all so the married time. to the first mm-hmm. one. So you're, you feel doubly guilty because you're like, yeah. Yeah, you used to have me all the time. And now you don't have me half the time and all of that. Adding every child after that, you are so much, I think, gentler on yourself because you still only have 24 hours in the day. Right. But you have to just take care of three and then four and then five. And, you know, it's beyond. just so stressful, though. Like my daughter, for instance, like every every. So- I'll call it a semester. Every season, she has like her classes. She has her dance class, her gymnastics mm-hmm. class. Yeah, and I'm that's, like, that's she's like very slated. I'm like, wow, she's very well-rounded. And then I'm like, crap, it's like October and I haven't like booked any classes for my son yet because I've run out of energy. I know, it's I know. so hard. It, it is hard. The classes thing and like keeping, scheduling them, that's like Scheduling the and getting part. there. That That is what's hard. I mean, I literally on my refrigerator have like multiple schedules of where everybody has to be all the time. The, the Motrin and the Tylenol and the Benadryl dosages and all the different doctors like there's like a whole it's the train conductor it's like it's it's the whole thing now you are somebody who whenever I 
you know, told people that you're going to come on this podcast, people always say, oh my God, I love her so much. And she's so inspiring. And I think that you're somebody, because you have worn many different hats and they've all been very successful hats, um, or they they have been, um, I'll say it for you. Mm -hmm. Um, they, that people really look up to you. Um, and it sounds like you do, you talk, you come and talk to people about kind of guiding them of like, where, where, where can I go? How can Mm -hmm. I have this incredible career that, um, like you have had, how do you guide your children? I mean, as uh, living your life and being a mother now, how do you look at your two very small children and sort of think about inspiring them along their way and finding themselves? Well, I think that's something that like every, everyone has their individual journey, right? I was a very late bloomer. Um, you know, I grew up here in New York City, first generation um, American, child of immigrants. I didn't speak English until I think I was about like five or six. And then once I learned to read, it was like game over. That's like all I was doing all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that really was very formative for me being a late bloomer. Um, I was the youngest in my grade, which now, you know, parents always like, it's like, when is when is like little Timmy born? Like, and like people are trying to figure out like birthdays, but yeah, I was yeah always like the shrimp of the class um, and behind in every way. Like I would say like socially, like I wasn't the best student. Um, I think with my kids, like basically I had a bit, bit of a tiger mom. Like it's kind of like a stereotype, but my mom was very driven and very like definitely pushed me um, and my brother a lot. Um, and I feel like it's very common that parents end up being the opposite of their parents. Mm-hmm. Right. And so with like my kids, I'm kind of like, my daughter, I remember she did a, she did a ballet class when she was like three and she got kicked out of the ballet class. The teacher was like, oh, she's like not good with focus. We just don't think ballet's right for her. At oh three? At th- like maybe three and a half. I got so mad. Yeah. Course, oh, I, got, I, got like, I got like whisper mad. You know, when you're mad and you start whispering instead. It's and It's beyond screaming. I know. And it's like so much scary. And I was like, excuse me, what did you say about my daughter? And they were like, well, we just feel like she's disruptive to the class. I'm like, she's three. Like, and so, but like, you know what, then we found this, like, now she's four and a half. She's in this like modern dance class um, with this amazing teacher. And she's like showing me these like amazing, like interpretive modern dance moves where she's like, I'm feeling the sky. I'm opening up like a cloud. Mm-hmm. And I'm like crying because I'm like, because she's so happy. And, and I'm the best seeing, modern I dancer of all time. I cry <laughs> I love this all the time. Are you an Aquarius? A Pisces? I'm a Libra, a Libra, but I have Pisces You're rising and I literally like, I mean, I can spontaneously cry. Like if I think about something for two, if I think about spindrift water, which is on like this table and I like start talking about like, it's made with real squeezed juice. Guys, that's so beautiful. I'll just like start crying. I think it's also exhaustion. It's yeah. exhaustion. Let's be real. It's yeah. also like I'm she so tired. Like, oh, also, she's in right now. Crying feels good. It's a release. It's a release. And I also think people like there's so much pressure for people in general and especially women and especially mothers to have their you know what together and to like mm-hmm. always know everything and be on top of things. And I feel like as a culture and as a society, like women can shed a little bit of We that. need to like, yeah, not do that and not kind of feel chained to perfection. And if we're feeling something, whether it's vulnerable, whether we're tired, like we should say it. Like the other day on my Instagram, I had like a 12 hour layover at Newark airport a few weeks ago. Like literally I was supposed to take off at 8 AM. I left at 9 PM. So that's 13 hours. Uh, And I was like complaining about it because I was like, this sucks. Yeah. Like you're also like within spitting distance of your family, but trapped. Yeah, and they were like, you don't have enough time to go home because we might board earlier. And I was like, I need to get to London. Like it's a work thing. I needed to be in London like 
by 2 p.m. the next day. And literally like, so I was like kind of complaining about it, but in a humorous way, like, you know, just kind of like timestamps on my Instagram stories. And someone DM'd me and was like, you complain too much. You're not grateful. I'm like, I am super grateful for my life. But I also feel like I'm going to show every side of like my life. You don't have to follow me if you like think I'm complaining too much. And also it's like there is already too much pressure on women to like always be smiling. Like, isn't it the worst when someone's like, you look tired or like we talked about this. You would be so much prettier if you smiled Mm -hmm. more. And I'm like, excuse you? Like, no, like we should be able to like have the emotions we want, whether we're tired, whether we're crying about spindrift water (laughs) or like anything. So now you are at Instagram right now Mm -hmm. and Instagram is Everybody always says king, but let's just say it's queen. Yes. It's empress right yes. now. Um, I, I, I'm, I have such an, in, I think we all have such an interesting relationship with, with Instagram. We love it. We love to post. It's a great. Um, you are really good at it. Oh, thank you. Oh too. God, that means a no, lot. you are. You are. Um, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a way to connect with people and create a community. Um, you know, that being said, it does leave you open to those kinds of comments, to the bullying, to the, you know, people who look at you and think you have a perfect life or people who look at you and are going to judge you about X, Y, and Z. As your kids get older, do you, will you let them have social media? I mean, that's a great question. 10 years ago, we couldn't have predicted or like 15 years ago or 20 years ago, we couldn't have predicted that this would be the case. Right. And it's hard to know that like where, society will be by the time like my kids are teenagers, which, oh my gosh, gives me so much anxiety thinking about them as teenagers. Um, So it's hard to say. I do have like two private accounts for both of the kids and I use it as a way for like friends and family to like see kid pictures Mm -hmm. because you know, it's like people People will literally be like, text me pictures. I haven't seen Tao in so long. I'm like, dude, just like follow his Instagram. <laughs> because it's more, it's not more, to be like, it is it's more efficient. It is more efficient. It's a group of text. Yeah. But. And then they're basically like efficient. And I'm like, it is. It's like, it's then like my 100 like closest friends or family, right. like members and like people, like it's a really small group. I think I'll let them, I think every parent, there's no right decision for a parent in terms of social media. Like I also know um, plenty of parents who don't show their kids' faces on, on their mm-hmm. Instagram. And I think you have to do what you feel right and comfortable with. Um, I have friends who have kids, but you wouldn't know they have kids from their Instagram. Yeah. They like hide it completely. Um, and for me personally, like Ren and Tower, like they're just such a huge part of my life. It's the thing I most look forward to every day. And it would be weird. I feel like I'm a, I've always been a consummate sharer. Even when I worked in magazines before social media existed, like I would write first person about my experiences. Um, And so I feel like for me, it would have been weird not to do it, but I think people have to do what they feel comfortable with. Now you are in fashion on Instagram and there's something that I'm, can you tell me if this is, if it's not new, because I feel like it's new (laughs) because I just started noticing, but I'm usually late to the game on things where you can click an image and like, it tells you where to shop. On yes, it, right? That like it is has like new. a little. Is it? Oh, see, that's six months old. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> Have you bought anything yet? I haven't because I don't know how to do it yet. But I want. Okay, to. I'm going to teach you it. after this. Okay, great. I'm very low tech. Okay, because um, it has like a little like briefcase or something yeah. like that, right? <laughs> it's not a briefcase. <laughs> that's depressing. It's 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 a shopping bag. It's a shopping, it's a shopping bag. bag. It's very you're tiny. About. It's probably it's my tiny. <laughs> I will send that feedback to the people who work on it that you thought it was a briefcase. Maybe a shopping cart. Yeah. Well, then the shopping cart makes you think that you're buying like carrots Roshies. and like yeah, applesauce no, actually, pouches. Yeah, no, but- mm-hmm. So it's like a philosoph- it's a it's a philosophical <laughs> question. Um, 
So yeah, we launched something that's called Instagram uh, Checkout. And there are actually a lot of like really cute baby brands on yeah. there. There's a brand called Spearmint Baby. And the co- the premise- Spearmint Baby? Spearmint Baby. And they make really cute like teeny tiny like head wraps and like kind of like, oh, you know, cute. matching with like a little swaddle. And then you can wrap your baby like a burrito. But like the kid, like the kid vortex on Instagram is really oh, fun. Like shop for shopping it's for like much. kids stuff. Um, because there's so many like you see stuff and you're like, man, I want it. And then you and save so it. Can you make like an account? And then oh, when so you click on it, the, it's yeah. just like really easy. The way it works is that you enter your credit card information and we we store it securely um once. And then you enter your address securely mm-hmm. once. And then basically when you buy something, you literally tap the shopping bag and it says check out on Instagram, question mark. And you're like, yes. And it comes to your house. And you're done. <laughs> and it's oh scarily God. Oh, easy. So when you're so nursing are, at yes, two in the morning, it's, it's like oh, no, the most dangerous thing I've seen. But there are brands of like Net-A-Porter, Burberry, like eight, from like luxury brands to like H&M, Zara, Nike, Warby Parker is on Now, there. can the average person tag their things or no? It has no, to be some yet. sort of account thing. Not, not account yet, or? but I, like it's... It, for checkout, which is the super fast ability to check yeah. out on Instagram, it's still a pretty small group of like brands that have it. Um, but we're working on ways to expand it because we know like if like you were working on a yoga line mm-hmm. um, or, you know, authors want the ability to like sell their sell books, their books. Right. for yeah. instance, um, like it's something that we're working on. Oh, that's yeah. such a good idea. Because yeah. for me, I, I just get stressed out. If Immediately, if there's like one roadblock, I can't figure something out. I'm like, okay, I'm going to close this and never go back to I'll it come ever back, again. But I never come back. I know, no, no I never come back. It, it stresses me. I'm like, there's something wrong. There's like some hacker in there. I'm just going to close it and we're done. Now that like I know that you're like paranoid about hackers, like, we're going to be talking <laughs> a lot about this. Like you're going to be DMing me all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know what it is? It's that I live with my husband who is the one that like puts like tape over the the camera and his computer uh, and everything. That's and like now, not, and you no, should do that. Does I it. Like no, that's, yeah. To be honest, that's everybody does idea. it, but I always tell them as well. I'm like, it literally, like if anyone hacks into your computer, they're going to see you like staring like with your mouth half open blankly at the screen like this. I'm like, it's not that that's interesting. So <laughs> There's like a little thing you can buy um, that, so he doesn't have to use like an unsightly piece of tape mm-hmm. and it's literally like a little an open shot. lens. Like yeah. Happy yeah. window. Yeah, and they make I'll it with like smiley faces. It's like literally twenty five cents. Daphne's gonna be like, matter. I got this really nice present. Here's this twenty five cents encrusted yeah. cover your mirror, Alec. <laughs> special present. No. Um, I want to. I'm gonna ask a, like a beauty question because I, yes. I feel like oh I was a beauty editor for like eight years. Let's talk beauty. Yes, it's funny. I, what I love most about our like girl talk conversations on Mom Brain is I feel like we go so deep dive on some of them like the most emotional or or stress inducing or wonderful parts of parenting and then we'll do like also equal parts you know the best contouring tricks or whatever <laughs> but i'm curious because you've been on so many planes what are what's like i'm i am so obsessed with people's beauty and or health regimens on planes people have like okay. ziplocs they have their special yeah. little oh god i wish i brought my stuff. giant tote my oh, airplane tote back i should have brought why it why didn't you bring that I because literally it. like you would see so i'm obsessed with these bags called stasher pouches mm-hmm. do you know like they're the, the silicon reusable, like, reusable yes, ones obsessed. and so I, at any given point i have like five to seven of them so one of them i have is just with disinfecting wipes and i've written like disinfecting wipes in it on a sh- with a Sharpie. And so the first thing I do when I get out on a plane is disinfect the seat. Always have to disinfect also 
this the Ooh. the pillow thing. Because think about the fact that you're so putting your risky. head on it and then you're like flicking <laughs> around all like the bacteria. Maybe you'll take a nap and the cheek goes yeah, on the it. cheek goes on mm. it exactly. So you have to wipe that down. Anything the you're going to touch, the tray, even the inside of the pocket. Mm. I am like very religious about that. Um, the new the trick a trick I learned from one of my Instagram followers is anytime you have to put something on the floor, like bring like a reusable tote bag and then put. Like if you have to put like your Chanel bag or like even like your bag of roasted Chanel 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 bag, bag. it's sacred. (laughs) So you're going to put it on the floor. So put the reusable tote bag down on like the floor of the airplane. And then you can like put, wash that bag later. And so you don't have to like, because what I used to do is like disinfect the bottom of my bags when I got home. (laughs) Crazy. Um, Probably not great for the Chanel leather. You should never uh, fly with makeup on. This is something mm-hmm. that when I was a make uh, when I was a beauty editor, every single dermatologist told me because the humidity on an airplane is close to zero percent, and so what happens is that your skin gets super dehydrated and then it sucks in Ooh. like into your pores the makeup. So obviously we don't want that. So I'm I remove all my makeup on the plane if I have any on or if I'm like leaving at five a.m., which is what I did this morning in Paris. Like I just like roll out of bed with like my moisturized face. Right. Um, my um, acupuncturist told me I should always lymphatic drain and like massage my face and roll my face the roller. with the roller before you fly to kind of drain and then after you fly as well. So this morning I was on the flight. It's like the fashion bus, like all the fashion people are on this like plane. So you fit right in. It wasn't and like I'm like sitting there right and I'm like literally like rolling my face <laughs> and like roll downwards, roll your neck downwards. And then I apply- With oil or no oil? Um, I usually do it with like moisturizer on yeah. so it like glides a little bit more yeah. easily. Um, and I'm using this moisturizer. It's called Augustinus Bader. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard about that? Mm-hmm. It's great. It's amazing. Um, it's like a one-step skincare oh, product. It's like not inexpensive, but like I put that on and then I like massage my face. I like do the inside temples. I'm trying to like, that's all I do. And then if it's a longer than eight hour flight, I take everything off and redo it every eight hours, which is what I learned when I was a beauty editor. Once again, when I interviewed Cathay Pacific, like flight attendants, they said that's what they do. I have a question. How does your travel routine change when you have your kids with you because mm. I feel like there's the very unglamorous side of traveling with children, but you probably have mastered it she because sanitizes you spend, all the seats. Well, that's, <laughs> that's definitely happens. my when when I'm trap. Oh, you mean like my beauty routine or just travel? Just routine? traveling with kids, like it's the hardest, yeah. worst <laughs> thing. Like it's so hard. You know what though? Like my son Tao, he's at a very tricky age. Yeah. He's like I think the age. How between, old is he now? He's two two and a half. Yeah, and so I think the age. age between like 20 months or 18 months to until honestly four, like three four. and a half, four, it's really hard to travel. And so that's why a lot of my friends who have like their first baby and they're like, oh my gosh, like we're scared to travel. I'm like, go. Like literally <laughs> from like from like six weeks or whenever they get their shots until like one and a half, I was like, this is this beautiful time. You could take them to Tokyo. You could take them to India. You could take them to Sao Paulo on these like longer trips, or you can take them to like Oklahoma and visit like your family. Like don't make it as scary. It's not that scary because they're, it's just traveling with like an extra carry on kind of strapped to you. And if you're nursing, it's like, I don't want to say even easier, but like basically they just sleep on you during the flight and they like comfort nurse the whole time. Um, Now it's, it's really like, it takes a village. Like the things I've started doing is like, if we're flying somewhere for like a holiday, um, instead of like bringing an entire pack of diapers with me, I'll bring the only the amount we need and then we'll order it. We'll buy it there or have it shipped to the hotel or like, you know, the apartment, if we're renting an apartment that we're staying at, Um, bring like, always bring an extra change of clothes because like it depends how vomity your children are like mine 
like are quite like that you just don't know you should always bring like an extra t-shirt or like some pair of leggings for yourself too which we, my husband and I learned like the like the hard way the other thing we do though is like we literally have a checklist of like it takes 10 steps like it's literally a 10 stage situation <laughs> first you have to get all your bags into like the car then from the car to the like check-in from check-in to the security security count, like, count the bags mm. Alec is always doing that always do the bag count yeah you have to it's so easy to like leave one. things mm-hmm. and it also depends on like and this is like controversial but it depends on each parent's like kind of opinion about screen time because mm-hmm. my daughter loves movies we don't watch a lot of like screens she doesn't watch a lot of movies like well, you can pick your times I mean I definitely when we're on an airplane I let them watch as much screens as they want oh yeah I would prefer totally. that than screaming at them running up and down the aisles like trying to chase them or yeah. them, like bothering other people like if that's and the it's time. a special treat They're, and they then know the snacks, so excited they so excited they want it's a very and then they get excited they're like I want to go on an airplane yeah. again yeah and that's literally like our approach to screen time is literally like it's a treat it's a mm-hmm. privilege so oh. let's let's talk about your husband who's been a, a, a what's his name Tom Tom um what was your conversation like before you guys had kids did you know you I mean how has your relationship sort of blossomed through child oh rearing gosh. together blossomed <laughs> or like de- de- disintegrated um <laughs> we ha- met in college oh wow. so we've been together like since you were 20 kids. years wow. like literally yes. since we were like 19 we've been together and so we're really lucky because we kind of feel like we grew up together. And so we had like the fun young years where we would like, just kind of like, let's go to Paris and like stay at like, not a youth hostel, but like a crummy hotel. And like, and now it's like, we've literally seen each other grow up. And I think it's really, we have a really strong foundation because of it, but I'm trying to remember how we decided we wanted to have kids. We both like, you know, have come from really like strong families and he comes from a like fans, his two siblings, so there are three of them. I have an older brother. Um, and we both just knew we wanted it. And I don't really remember how we had a conversation. I think we just decided where it's like, yeah, we're kind of ready. We've been together. I think we were married for eight years at the time. Oh, wow. So you had had like time to yeah. figure out your relationship at, before having kids. Right. I think I had my first one. I think I had Ren when I was like 30. I think it was pregnant 33 and had her when I was 34 and a half maybe um, or 35. I should know these things, but you know how like <laughs> you lose blur. track more of time. Less, more or less. It really does blur because people like I just it's like I had my birthday last week. I turned 40. Happy birthday. And birthday. people are like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I'm like, I'm think literally thinking planning my like daughter's birthday right now. Like, I don't really care. It's like I weird. They get so excited for their birthday. They get so excited. And I'm kind of like, how old is she turning? She's turning five. So it's a big, big, five's a big deal. Birthday. I know. Really and well, so you could do 40 and five together. I feel like those are both big. Birthdays. Yeah, that's true. We could do yeah. that together. But then like, I just, all I want, because I travel so much and like to make the time about her. I literally, all I want for my, all I wanted for my birthday was to like eat a bowl of pasta and have some chocolate cake. That's it. And that's like looking around the table and it was like my parents and like, my kids and my, it's like, that's all I wanted. And I didn't really And they want- get excited for your birthday too. Oh my gosh. Like yeah. that's my, like my kids on my birthday, they'll go out and get like a balloon and like some like really oh. cheap flowers from the bodega and like some like, you know, little cupcake at like seven o'clock in the morning that has probably been on the shelf for like five yeah. days, but they're like, it's really like oh, you eat it and you, you love it. it. I will eat you're it. Like, I'm like, break it up. But yeah, no, I mean, they get so, any it's kind so of like cute. birthday or celebration and it's, it's fun to, it's fun to celebrate that, um, that with them as well. Totally. And absorbing the joy from them. Like, and that's like the main revelation I've had about like parenting is like, 
And the reason why like I love it so much is like seeing my daughter like learn her letters and like recognizing things. Whereas my son like learns how to do something and like the, 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 the joy that you get from the simplest things of like my daughter identifying the letter C, it's like, I start crying again. Oh my God. She's a genius. I'm like, I, it's, but it's amazing. It's like it to see amazing. how excited they get. Like you, it keeps of course. you from getting jaded because mm-hmm. it, it just like. It's the simple pleasures in yes. life. You well, know, and also it's the so more great. you realize that they're their own people, it's yes. devastating because you're like, but you're part of me. I made you. I sometimes, some, when, when my kids are big into scootering right now and they crash, they fall, or they try to crash and fall, which drives me crazy. Oh. And I'll say to Phil, you know, Fila will hurt herself or she'll scrape, she'll scratch her knee or something and I'll say don't do that to my body and she's and she's like it's my body but I but I always say but I grew you I made yeah. you mm-hmm. and um and it's funny because now she thinks it's cute she won't probably she probably won't think it's cute when she's like 15 but but I do think you get so much pride and pleasure from yes. seeing them become themselves in such beautiful meaningful yeah. ways and what's been amazing, like for on the last book tour um last year, like Ren, my daughter came with me on a lot of the stops. And it really, um, she was a little shy. She used to be a little shy, and but it really like kind of brought her out of her shell. Mm. Um, and that's been amazing to see too. She like helps me turn the pages. Mm. She holds the microphone. She'll sit just next to me and like read books while I'm like doing the reading. And to see um, her engage and to see her blossom has been like, Oh my god! Like the greatest joy, and I'm not going to start crying, but I could. <laughs> this episode, could. Like, we almost cried. Yeah, it could be called like we almost cried. How'd several you come times. up with the name Juno Valentine? So Juno Valentine, uh, my grandmother's name is June, um, and so uh, and she was a huge part of raising me. Um, my mom and dad uh, both worked. My mom, like they both worked a lot of hours. They traveled a lot, um, and so my grandmother, or they they say Popo in Chinese, like. She was a huge part of my life. And I always wanted to name one of my kids Juno. And after like we had Ren and like, I was like, well, like next kid could be Juno. And it was a boy. And I was like, okay, so we have to have another to like use the name Juno. And he was like, I think you should be naming your book Juno. (laughs) And I was like, okay, got the hint. Um, So Juno Valentine um, is, it just kind of popped into my head. And it's like, I feel like sounds like a spunky girl doesn't it sound like a spirited they call it spirited now when a girl is like kind of strong-willed uh but doesn't it sound like a spirited fun girl it it does i mean i there the one before this it has like she goes to like space outer space yeah so um you did this uh collaboration with janie and jack and there is this puffer coat that is silver and like kind of a little iridescent yes isn't it so good oh my god it's so good i mean carmen wanted to wear that all the time I can't wait for you to see the next collection. Oh, I can't wait. So there's another collection coming out uh, in a month. And basically there is a capsule inspired by Marie Antoinette. And so imagine just like, there's one that that I call like the rainbow cake. And so it's literally like layers of rainbow tulle. And it's amazing. Um, Josephine Baker is in the book. So there's like a really cute like banana print, like bathing suit, like for the kids. Um, There's an Audrey Hepburn capsule in there. And it's like the big- Also with Janie and Jack? It's all with Janie and Jack. Yeah. Um, And you know what's funny? It's like people, I have a lot of friends who are designers. I have a lot of um, friends who are influencers who have like started designing like grown up clothes. I call it grown up clothes. (laughs) But like I've never had any desire to, to like, you know, design grown up clothes because there's so many great designers out there. Is that dress Tanya yeah. Taylor? So yeah, it's I like, you know, stuff. Tanya's amazing and like she's creating great clothes. And then there's like just so many great designers out there. Um, but making clothes for tiny human beings it's is so fun. fun. It's so fun. Oh my God, it's so fun. And so literally to be like, 
it would be amazing to do like a red kind of like gown for like a little girl with like cute little flats and like a sparkle like fanny pack. And then like Janie and Jack is like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Janie and Jack is amazing. Well, they let them live those different personalities and they have like the cutest little like bow ties and three piece suits. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, Boy clothing can be hard to shop for, yes. uh, but I feel like I've always nailed it when oh, I no, have Janie and Jack has amazing, amazing. Boy Does clothes. Ren help you design the stuff too? Ren uh, definitely gives input. And then she, I'll have to show you guys a picture later. Yeah. Like she's like she and Tao are like the faces of like they're in the campaign. Um, and she's gotten into like fashion and clothes and like posing. Um, and so it was really, really oh, wait, fun. We have to talk about what it, your pose, your favorite. Oh, Eva pose. Chen pose. Yeah, Chen yes. Pose. No, I, I was telling, I was telling her about it. So yeah. is, that's in Instagram. Which right? one? Okay, you're yeah, talking what, about the mirror. Yes, okay, the mirror. I, I, I told several that, poses. That's what I said. I said uh, the one that I know. She's in the cab and she's got her foot <laughs> yes. in the picture, so you can see the shoes too. It's like yeah. A whole so thing. this is like um, I'm. We, we did a collab with Swell Bottles, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so this is the pose where it's like with the shoes and an apple and a bag. There's always like a snack involved <laughs> because we're parents. We need to have the snack. Um, the you're talking about the selfie mirror. I'm talking about the selfie mirror. Okay. I love it. You I have love to come. To, you guys have to come yes. to Instagram. Check out the selfie mirror. I've it's, never been to the it's office. It's literally I see it's the whole downtown. It's downtown. Yeah, I yeah. did a talk there. Do you oh, know, you did a few do weeks ago. Do you know Mike uh, Gian, Gian yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. Um, so there's a mirror. It's on like the top of a staircase, and the lighting is just so amazing. Good. You need to get a selfie mirror. I do. I do because mine is so ugly, and I think it's like you just a funny need to get thing, like a good like, looking mirror with natural light. But I, now they make mirrors that have like LED lights in them, around and those. so that you're always like so perfectly, perfectly lit. like perfectly we're gonna, lit. We're gonna go to Instagram. Wait, so catalog <laughs> for us. I know we're gonna go play, and you're gonna teach us how to how to, how to selfie <laughs> pose. So you have this selfie mirror. You have, at Instagram, yeah. and then I have the shoe pose yes. because. The reason the shoe pose came about, and it's like, if you look at the hashtag Eva Chen pose, like 50,000 people, I think, have done it. Like, Amazing. the reason I started doing that is because I have all these friends who are like, their makeup's always done, their hair's always done, they're always in like a runway look. And my joke was always like, no makeup on, usually in jeans and a t shirt, but I almost always have good shoes in a bag, right? Like, so, and so I just started taking pictures of my shoes in bags. I um, mean, it became a thing. And I think the thing is with shoes, which is why like my kid's book made so much sense is like shoes, like you can be any size, you can be from anywhere, you can be a man or a woman and be into shoes. And it kind of like you you instantly feel something when you see mm-hmm. shoes. When you see like a strappy, like glittery sandal, mm-hmm. you're immediately like, those are going out shoes. When you see like a Mary Jane, you're like, oh, that's like girly and cute. Like it takes, it makes you feel something. And so I think that's why people like that picture because it makes them feel like they're like, participating in my life. Okay. I feel like you gave us so many favorite things throughout this episode, but we do like to ask our guests to tell us one favorite thing, which is like, whatever you're telling your closest girlfriends about right now, it could be the concealer that you're swear oh by. Or the- I'm trying to like live a more green life in mm-hmm. general. And I'm trying to be very aware of like single use plastic and just disposable things in general. I'm obsessed with, there are these bamboo cotton like face pads. So, you know, like you use like I make a remover and you put yeah, it on yeah. a ca- cotton pad. Instead, it's like reusable. And so you buy them and they're, they also exfoliate really well. Mm. And so I'm obsessed with those reusable makeup wipes. I also use reusable paper towels. 
which mm-hmm. sounds just like it should be like a dishcloth. A dishcloth? No, but it's on a roll, like a paper towel roll. And so basically you put that on your paper towel roll. And so anytime you have a spill or whatever, like you literally tear one of those off, you wipe it up. Instead of throwing it out, you put it into the washing machine. And then you could use those for like cleaning or for like, I always have a few folded, not in this bag, but in my like mom bag. Uh-huh. And so if kids are like, oh, I need a paper towel, give them one of those. And I just, you can use it 20 to 30 times before they like disintegrate. That's so cool. Okay. Those, like, are, those are two really good ones. Yeah. And then dry shampoo. Dry, oh, do which, you like dry shampoo? What's your favorite one? I like, okay, so a lot of people like the ones that are like spray. I like a powder the dry The powder shampoo. with the brush? I Oh, I don't know about the, that the, one. The, I use one the, from Aveda and it comes. Aveda, yeah, the Aveda. Aveda yeah, and yeah. it's like, it's instead of, because I feel like when you do that, it's like not a good kind of application method because it just like, you almost get too much of it and you just want it in the roots. Right. Right. Um, and so Aveda has a really good one that's like, you squeeze it and like a little poof Puff comes, comes out. out. You guys have to try the Aveda one because it comes out clear. Because the thing that oh, I hate about it is, is when you wet. have like a weird powder strip on your yeah. hair and you have to rub it in. And you have you to like tap it, it in. Yeah. <laughs> the whole production. <laughs> this is clear and it's like a very faint smell because you also don't want, I don't want, I don't wear a lot of perfume. So I don't want like an overwhelming head spray. Of, no. you know. I started washing my face again after like five years of not washing my face. Do you use coconut oil to take your makeup off? No, I use um, Elemis has like a pro collagen cleansing balm. Mm. don't know how I remember the name of that after being on a flight for like 14 hours. Um, but it's really good and it gets everything off. Cal's literally <laughs> like jumping up and like down. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. So you, um, the, the last talk for like she needs to introduce no, We're not done. We she need needs, part She two. needs to, int- I know. Um, so have we, we have been talking for an hour. <laughs> oh yeah, we gotta go. <laughs> Thank you so much. Number. All right, guys, that was Eva Chen. I mean, I think I'm going to be um, sanitizing everything now. <laughs> She's like inside the pocket. I'm like, yes, yes, that is such a good idea. Put something down for your bag. I mean, you think about it. It's in, I mean, don't be crazy about, you know, every single place that you go, but airplanes are one of the dirtiest places. They're filthy. And with the recycled but a, just air. a washable tote bag. I thought it was such a cool idea because mm-hmm. you do, you put your coat on the, or you put like your bag on the floor and it just brings home all your. Exactly. We're always stuff. so focused on hand washing, but think about all the other things that we touch. Right, well. you wash your hands and you touch the bag that was on the floor mm-hmm. and it's all over. Um, and yeah, I thought that was that was definitely prompting for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure to bring more, even more sanitizing wipes. <laughs> um, but I also am so like a, 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 a idea that I have, not even I just a, a passion project slash like dream that I have um, is to design a collection with Philomena because she is so just like herself. She knows exactly what she wants to wear. And it's a thing. And it's very, um, it's very passion forward. <laughs> and, and I am obsessed with it. I love this idea that through her books, the Juno Valentine books, Ava has gotten to like bring to life the sort of inner psyche of, you know, kids everywhere. I mean, you and I both are big fans of Janie and Jack. They do the cutest outfits and they're, you know, they're relatively affordable, but really well-made and like they let your kids wear like all different kinds of personalities. So they're the perfect partner, I can tell. But um, in any case, I thought it was such a cute way to brand extend and to bring the characters to life that much more and to um, do something fun with her daughter and and her son, I imagine, too. So to do something fun with her children. So just fun. All right. Now it's time for our favorite things. Favorite things. It's time for our favorite things. Oh, yeah. All right, I'm going to go 
first this week because okay, you, you do steal mine you otherwise. Because if you say the same thing as me, I'm going to cry. <laughs> um, so mine this week, since we're all about fashion and beauty, is Marc Jacobs eyeliner. Mm. I absolutely love it because uh, for many reasons. One, I like that it like goes on really smooth. It has like that perfect of creating a line but being like slightly smudgy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing I love is that I have kind of like a honey colored eyes, but they're in the brown family. They're hazel, but they're in the brown family. And what I learned is that red tones will bring out the color of my eyes. So my um, makeup artist, Victor Hanau, who um, I don't get to see enough, but when I have like, you know, a big red carpet or something, he'll come and do my, he'll come and do my makeup. Usually I'm doing my own makeup. <laughs> which you do very well, uh, but I he, do, I notice well. when he's done your when makeup because it's my like makeup, a thing. All of a sudden my eyes like pop out. They're like golden. Yeah, they're like golden. And what he taught me is it's the tones. Like I was picking very ashy tones Mm -hmm. and he says that I need to use warmer tones. So I found these colors. There's one that's called Earthquake, another one that's called Brownie. And it's the nice like warm brown almost hinting on red. I mean, obviously if you line your eyes in red, you're going to look like you're (laughs) ill. Bad idea, by the way, guys. I tried it because I was like, okay, red. I'm going to get red eyeliner. Don't do that. I Now I use that one as a lip liner where it should be, where red should be. Um, but anyway, all like the tones that I'm using are very warm. And so every single day I use this eyeliner and I just I just really like it. Fun. I love that. Yeah, no, I, I, my dream is always to create the smudged line where it looks like if you slept in your makeup, but you woke up mm-hmm. and it was still really pretty looking. Um and I think, yeah, I like their formulation a lot. Um, okay, since we're in the, on, you know, trying to trying to be cool moms, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to talk about Dagny Dover. So this is a... Um, Love them. Yeah, no, exactly. So randomly, one of their founders, Deepa, was at business school with my husband. So I have met her and like known, we've known each other for a long time. And right when the comp- they started the company, she sent me one of their first iterations. And it was a total game changer because it was basically like... You know, women don't always have briefcases. And this was like the best mom briefcase I'd ever seen in my life. There was a padded pouch for your laptop. There was a place to put bottles and your pump equipment. There was like a keychain so you don't lose your keys, a thing for your phone. I mean, <laughs> she thought of everything right down to the fabric that was stain repellent and like well, it's still like very scuba. Chic it's like scuba material. Well, so no, this is their new collection is this new neoprene, which is like scuba material. So it's light and elastic. You can like stretch it to fit all yeah. your crap. Um, so she, that's what I was just going to say. I know, I know that. You have um, one of their like big satchels because. But they... I thought, is that new? Because I've had mine for like four, three, four years. Well, this maybe it's not that new, but it was definitely like a new addition to their collection because their first their first collection was just this like washed really chic and all collected and nice looking. And then they came out with this neoprene collection that I just got the backpack in and it comes with like a changing pad and all the stuff you could need. And it just, it looks really put together. Like I am normally the person who travels with 12 tote bags and everything's spilling out and it's, you can't keep track of anything. You don't know where anything is and your hands are being used by it. And now with this many kids, it's really nice to be able to wear a backpack and have two hands free. So anyway, um, so guys, check it out. Dagny Dover. They have a bunch of different styles to fit your every need but good job Deepa (laughs) alright guys thanks for listening don't forget to rate review subscribe find us on YouTube email us at mombrainpod at gmail.com yes find us on Instagram we love our Instagram Um, and spread the word tell your friends this is all about our community and putting all our mom brain heads together and trying to come up with one solid brain (laughs) we're still on a mission tell more people because we need more brains to add to our very dysfunctional brains 
guys. Ne- until next time. Bye. Bye. This is MomBrain with Ilaria Baldwin and Daphne Oz. MomBrain is a Gallery Media Group original production.